Okay, friends, uh, welcome back. We are here again, Joni and I, on No Filter Media to talk to you about. We're going to finish that conversation we started about pandemic, the good, the bad, the shitty, and uh, talk about a few other things that have come to mind about how we've all responded to and been affected by this pandemic. Uh, this is kind of a rare situation because we're not asking you personally to sit in front of a Zoom screen or a uh, uh, Cisco uh, Web Connect or friends go to meeting or or uh hey call me up and i'll call you up and we'll see each other on a box type things i don't know there's so many of them out there now i was thinking of what i should have invested in of course i had no money to invest anyhow so it doesn't matter but hi this is wickham james i'm slide james and we're going to talk to you about exactly why i went on that tirade because i am uh, a little bit stir crazy from a year or so of seeing the path between my office and my refrigerator at home. <laughs> <laughs> and you still manage to lose so much weight. Yeah, sometimes I just go there and look at it longingly okay. until the bell went off that says, close the, close the door, you idiot. You <laughs> all the cold air out. <laughs> well, hello, everybody. This is Joni Wickham, uh, co-founder of Wickham James Strategies and Solutions with my buddy Sly. I, too, am very grateful um, to be fully vaccinated now. And um, very grateful um, for science and um, looking forward to some resemblance of normalcy. And um, I am, I've always loved travel. I always love travel. So I'm really excited to like get out of Kansas City. I love Kansas City, but like I'm just ready to get out of town and go see some things. Well... Funny you should mention that. I had a couple of people the other day say, can we get Joni out of town? <laughs> What's one of them, my husband? <laughs> well, that was a couple of weeks ago, but, you know, I think he's died down on that. But, yeah, you know, um, I don't necessarily like travel. I just like being other places, you know. So you like the destination and not the journey. Yeah, you know, there there is absolutely zero that I find fun about shoving yourself into a tube with uh, a bunch of other people. Uh, oh, you're talking about an airplane. I was like, are you are you talking about an MRI? What does this have to do with travel? Okay, got it. Same airplane. thing. It's still a tube. Yeah. True. It's just a tube with more people in there. Um, yeah, you know, and then flying for God knows how long. So I really wish that they would get on with the teleporter and the transporters and stuff that i saw on tv advertised a long time ago in infomercials or was it star wars i'm not sure but at the end of the day i like being other places i just don't necessarily love the process of getting there but you know sometimes that's the squeeze that you have to to apply to get the juice so I kind of miss it, too. I'm not exactly sure where I want to go, but I do know that since my son bought a house in Arizona about an hour away from Surprise, Arizona, where the Royals have spring training, I might be spending a little more time in February in Arizona, which ain't a bad thing. No. Beats the hell out of spending February in the Midwest uh, and freezing your kachungas off. (laughs) Kachungas, that's a word that... You don't hear every day. Well, yeah, that's it's a multi-use, uh, almost suggestive word. It is. Um, well, and now that everyone knows how to actually work virtually, you can go to Arizona in February well, and still work. Damn it. I'm not letting you off of work. We won't go any further on that subject. But 
Yeah, I mean, that's one of the things about it that's come out of all of this is that people have now changed and come up with a totally different concept of what work means Mm -hmm. and where work has to be performed. But as we know from talking to other folks that that's not a simple answer. Uh, I'm in that, uh, I'm in the Heartland Heroes, which is a peer group of, of, of people, CEOs and, and companies around town. And that's one, one of the things they're grappling with. I mean, we had a whole three hours about should we, can't we, are we supposed to, does it make sense to tell people they have to come back to work when we know that there are some people who want to work from home and there are some people who want to work from home sometimes and it works sometimes. How, uh, how do we do that? How do we do all of these things and still run a company that is profitable so that we can pay everybody and make a profit? And I think that's going to be one of the more interesting things that come up over a period of the next three, four years as to how you do with that. But it's going to be more immediate than that. It's starting to happen now. Yeah. And I think a lot of companies, at least the uh, business leaders that I've talked to since all this happened, a lot of companies have been pleasantly surprised at how profitable um, they've been able to do this virtual work from home thing. And I guess maybe when you don't have a choice, people figure it out. Yeah. You know, I can see how it's very beneficial in certain circumstances, absolutely crucial in others. And maybe rolling the dice in some. Not everybody is Joni Wickham. Okay? Seriously. Yeah. Not everybody is, okay, here's what you're supposed to do. We expect you to get it done, and you got it done an hour before it's due. There are some people given too much time, well, I'll get to it, mm-hmm. and you never do. Uh, that's not necessarily good. Uh, but they'll make that adjustment, or they'll probably be looking for jobs elsewhere. Um, but – I think the technology has told us things that we didn't know, but it's also provided us with images that we didn't have. I mean, we spent a lot of time staring at screens. The opposite of, uh, impact of that is is that once people are done with their work on a screen, they don't want to see any more screens, so they find something else to do that doesn't involve screens. Maybe outside, maybe kicking the ball with the kids, cooking, whatever. But, uh, you know, for every action, there's an opposite and equal reaction. Yeah, for sure. Um, I am so damn glad that you made me get that air fryer because yeah. <laughs> that has made my quarantine life so much easier. I yeah. use it all the time. Yeah, I do too. I do too. You know, the problem is I'm a gadget guy. And so every do, time. Do, 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 do. Inspector gadget. <laughs> <laughs> well, every, every time I see one, I say, oh, that, that looks really good. Maybe I ought to get one too, one of those. I, I've got two. You know, I don't know if I could do a third without leaving home. Yeah. Um, but there's some really out. neat ones out there now. I mean, they keep improving the stuff. And the one that we've got is, oh, maybe a couple years old now. Hmm. So, you know, maybe I could upgrade. It's outlived its usefulness. Uh, but there's a lot of good gadgety things that are out there now. Yeah. I like. So I, another thing, too, that I've noticed about working from home is it really does take a different sort of discipline because seriously, the refrigerator is never far away. Yeah. You know, uh, a window is never far away. Television, remote control, uh, never far away. Dealing with the distractions that you have that are in front of you that you normally don't have when you're in an office, I think can be somewhat challenging as well. Yeah. Um, 
because I am the way I am, I honestly think I'm probably more productive at home. Yeah? Why? Yeah. Um, I don't have, well, if, if I'm left alone by my family, I, I don't have the interruptions of like people popping in and out of the office. Yeah. Um, I can be on a conference call and fold in laundry at the same time. Um, I don't know. I just feel like I'm more productive. Yeah. And this is all assuming, like I said, that, you know, I don't have a second grader having a meltdown or a husband playing his guitar and I can't concentrate, you know, that stuff. Yeah. I hear you. <laughs> but, you know, and, and, and again, I think that that's you and I don't think that you're common in that I regard. I don't do that. Oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> you could have, and, and you just did. <laughs> My ex-husband would agree with you. <laughs> but I also, I can also say this. I don't think that I'd be working out a couple times a week if yeah. I were in the office. I could see that. You know, because I'm home and there's gym there and I don't have to go anywhere. And I don't have to like, okay, I'm done. Rush up, take a shower, get in the new clothes and go somewhere. Yeah. You know, so I don't have to do any of that stuff. I can do it and still be productive. There's low. There's been a number of times when I have come from the gym at eight forty five for a nine o'clock mediation, and I just put a shirt on. <laughs> Ain't nobody there to smell me. That's true. You know. Um, yes. Uh, and so we got both things done. Now, if that nine o'clock mediation was off site, hmm, probably wouldn't have worked out. It probably wouldn't have. I wouldn't have. I, I def, well, unless I wanted to do it at seven seven or six thirty. Now nah, I wouldn't want to do that. That's Pain in the rear. Yeah. I hate getting up early in the morning. Yeah, I do too. I, I I do it way more now than I ever have, but it's just because I have to. Yeah. To try and get some work done before everybody else in the house wakes up, but I do not like it yeah, at all. I, well, the other thing that I like is, is that I like the fact that we're going to get back to a relatively normal sports scene, uh, that the fall TV shows will now be coming out probably in the summer because they had no place else to go. Uh, but things getting back to normal. But I've noticed even on some of the TV shows that I watched that they've incorporated some stuff from the pandemic into what they're doing. And that's kind of interesting. Like you wearing masks and stuff like that? Well, not just wearing masks, but basically portraying life in a pandemic, okay. in some form yeah. or fashion, you know? Yeah. Not just the mass wearing, but how they act, or we can't go there, or they comment about, well, we've been here for I don't know how long, or I got my shots, yeah, whatever. But all those things. Speaking of shots, I talked to one of our former mayors in the mayor's council, and he got fully vaccinated. And a month later, he was in the hospital for oh five God, days with COVID. Me. That scares me. Yeah. Well... <laughs> Just goes to show it's not a foolproof thing. Right. Yeah. And it's not all over. No. And I think it is going to be somewhat rarer. But, yeah, I think people are confused now. I'm confused now. Can you wear a mask? Can you go without a mask with other – you can without other vaccinated people. But if you're, say you're having a dinner party and there's two, you, 10 people, eight of them are vaccinated and two of them aren't, does everybody have to wear a mask or just the two that aren't? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Frankly, are you just better off asking them before you invite them? Are you vaccinated? Yeah. Yeah. And like, I know a lot of places aren't requiring 
masks now, like grocery stores and restaurants and stuff like that. But I'm wearing mine. I, yeah, me too, because you don't know what other people are up to and what they're not up to. And well, it ain't like it ain't like I've been sitting here and every time I put a mask on, I'm like a dog. When you put one of those things on their head, they try to claw it off. I mean, it's not been kind of been wearing them a while. It's not almost becoming second nature to grab one and put it on when you leave the house. Yeah, and I'll tell you what, I, I feel like your family and my family. I think we both both of our families have been more militant about quarantining than most people oh yeah and i'm fine with it just is yeah what it is we haven't been sick no we i mean i always get a sinus infection or bronchitis or something didn't have that um my my daughter's pediatrician called me like a week ago and they're like you need to bring your kid in we haven't seen her in like a year and a half we need to do a checkup and i was like oh well she hadn't been sick i just you know, you don't think about taking them into the pediatrician when they haven't been sick. So, I mean, yeah, I don't mind wearing a mask. Well, and there's that whole thing, too. They said the flu season, this past flu season, negligible. Yeah. Everybody was wearing masks. Yeah. But now they expect to have a flu season early this year because people will not be wearing masks. Yeah. And it's like, okay, so I think I'll just wear a mask for a while. I mean, what's going to hurt? Yeah. You were talking earlier about getting on an airplane. I have always thought airplanes <laughs> are a petri dish of germs. I mean, yeah. seriously, think about I'm with it. You. Well, yeah, you don't know any of those people there. Yeah. No, I'm not a doctor, but man. Well, I, you don't you have to be. I think if you just take a bell curve of the human population and then, and then another bell curve of the people most likely to be on a plane in Kansas City, Missouri, heading for anywhere, yeah, you're going to say that there's all sorts of people along the spectrum of cleanliness, yeah, <laughs> germliness, yeah, you know. So it, I think that's probably one thing that's come out of this whole thing. People, I think, are more conscious of those things now than they've ever been. I bet you there's still people who wash their hands more than they ever in, in the last month, more than they last them washed them in the last five months before the pandemic, mm-hmm. you know, just out of habit because, mm-hmm. and it's a good thing. That might also be why you didn't get sick. Maybe why we didn't get sick. We were constantly washing our hands. Yeah. Could be. Yeah. You know? So I don't know. Uh, I, I, there's some good stuff that's come out of it. There's going to be some disruption. Uh, there has been disruption. And I, like I've said, Disruption is a breeding ground for innovation, so it'll be nice to see what comes out of this disruption. So I'm kind of curious. Where do you think there is some place where uh, – oh, oh, driverless stuff, you know, the driverless pizza delivery. Yeah. I mean, seriously. Uh, think of all the pizza boys and pizza girls that are going to be out of jobs now. Okay. That was a random thought. <laughs> um, I was thinking the other day, I bet you snow days for kids are pretty much a thing of the past. You think so? Yeah. And we saw that a bit this year um, when bad weather was in the forecast, um, at least in our school district, um, the the schools had the kids take the iPads home and then they just did virtual school instead of having a snow day. Uh, they just did virtual school. Uh, but let me tell you why I disagree with that a little bit. Okay. Um, and we just had this discussion last night at the board meeting for girls prep Academy, the systems, the requirements, the process of virtual school is so different than the system and the process of 
live school that it's very difficult for teachers to do both. Yeah, I could definitely see okay? that. Yeah. So if you are going to set your classroom up for the normal classroom experience, then unless it's an extended thing, they probably wouldn't go to virtual for a day. Just the equipment, yeah. the the processes, the lessons, the whole process you got to go through. Plus, with teachers changing, there are new ones coming in. They may not have ever gone through the virtual classes, so now you have to train them. We thought about that, and they and the teacher said, if we're going to go back to full day classes, then let's go back to full day classes, not do virtual. It's too hard to do both. Yeah. Plus, they were so sick of doing virtual. Yeah. Period. But. But there's probably something there. There's probably a, a middle ground of, okay, here's the class that we recorded today for the class, and we're sending that home, and you're going to be charged with the homework assignments just like the people who were in class. Yeah. Except if there's no class, then everybody will be – you'd have to teach the class virtually. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I guess you'd have to look at the trade-offs for both the kids and the teachers yeah. on figuring out how to do some sort of virtual content – when you've got inclement weather rather than just having a snow day and extending the school year. I don't know. Do they actually extend the school year? Well, yeah, you make it up at the end of the year. So they're going to school. They're only getting like four months off instead of the normal three. Uh, I'm kidding. <laughs> I, I don't, I don't think there should be a vacation like that. In yeah. School. I mean, it's why there are very few people I know who need to have their boys out of school during the summer so they can help them pick some corn or cotton in the backyard. Yeah, that is not a thing anymore well, for the most people. It's only those who have big enough backyard to have cotton and corn in it. I don't know. Can you grow both of those at the same time? Probably not. Not, not well. well. Um, do you know what we call cotton where I grew up? Uh-uh. Southern snow. Oh, lovely. Um <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so benign. <laughs> yeah, it's almost soft, even. Almost, yeah. Uh, but no, thank you. Um, but anyway, you're right. I do think, I do think there are some of the pandemic changes that are probably here to stay. Others, not so much. You know, here's another thing. I, I know that uh, I was talking to Kyle out in Arizona the other day, and he was telling me about driverless lifts. Yeah, the driverless cars like Ubers. Interesting. And that they're all over. They're coming here too eventually. Hmm. Interesting. What does that tell you about all those jobs that they told those people about supplementing their income? Yeah. So what's going to happen there? Yeah. Where do those people go? I don't know. Launch code. That's where they should yeah, go. Yeah, that's right. You know? I love launch code. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't know. There's going to be changes. We may as well get used to it. But I'm really most interested in to see what innovations, what inventions, what new business plans, business models, conveniences come out of it because there will be some people undoubtedly working on them already. But at the end of the day, it's you don't have this kind of a seismic worldwide shift. Yeah. And everything just got to snap back into normal where there's that crack. Somebody's going to find a way to put some putty in it and fill it. Right. Yeah. Um, selfishly, I do hope that the grocery store delivery thing stays. Man, I love that. You know, I haven't used it. I, I just, I don't really have a major problem with 
going to the grocery store. My problem with going to the grocery store is I better have a pretty tight list because yeah. I'll walk by, eh, you know what? We could use some of those. Yes. Yeah. You and my husband are alike. Yeah. I got praised for that once. It was like, I like it when you go to the grocery store because you always bring back such unusual stuff. <laughs> I said, yeah, well, you know, kind of wanted something different. So yeah. we got something different today. That's funny. You know? I like doing my grocery shopping um, on my phone when I'm working out, like on the treadmill. You know, that's one of those things that I just say that you're crazy for. Why? Two birds, one stone. Same well, time. Yeah. Yeah. Well, first the treadmill working out thing. And then doing it on the phone. If I'm on my treadmill doing something and I don't have a treadmill, so thank God I'm not. Although we used to, but we, we hung clothes on it after a while. Um, cause it wasn't doing anything else. Um, I don't generally have the breath or the desire to be any more productive. It's taking all of it out of me right then and there to be productive on that. So I want escapism. I want to know, I want to know is, is, uh, Aaron Rodgers really going to leave Green Bay and wind up in Denver, uh, as a competitor to Chiefs? That's, so I'm watching TV. Okay. Okay. Now they do have those bikes now with the, Trails and roads and yeah. things, you know, and this, and then the cars that come by you yeah. to make it look real. And it's like, yeah, if I wanted that, I'd just go run in the street. Yeah. You know, uh, well, please but, don't. No. Well, first of all, you don't have to worry about it because I ain't running nowhere. Second of all, if the only cars that would happen running in the street would be the ones that were stopped waiting for me to get across and honking their horns loudly because it would take a while because I ain't running nowhere. Um, but yeah, I, I can only do when I'm doing that kind of stuff, I can only talk, listen to music or watch TV. Can't do the button thingies. Yeah. So I don't know. Well, it's been cool. It's been cool and groovy, but I hope we don't do this again. But I think we're probably going to be stuck for a little while longer than we expect because yeah. I don't think this is close to being over. So we're moving into stage two. See what happens. Yep. All right. All right. Peace, beautiful, groovy. See y'all next time. Bye. Bye.